This is Macchiato Mary, an attempt to make sense of the coffee scene right here in Singapore. Episode 1. Is Kopi really coffee? What a strange question and maybe what a strange time to ask this question and what an even stranger time to launch a new podcast about coffee. But perhaps it's the most appropriate time and the most appropriate question because right now it's the end of March uh, 29th of March, in fact, 2020, and Singapore is affected by the coronavirus situation just like the rest of the world. So if you're a coffee lover and you are stuck in Singapore, you're definitely going to want to check out the local form of coffee, the form of coffee known as Kopi, which is unique at least to this part of the world, Singapore and its neighboring countries, Indonesia and Malaysia. But, you know, because of COVID-19, you can't even travel to those neighboring countries. And uh, what more to anywhere else in the world that might have a different form or different style of coffee. Um, so if if you're a traveler who's found themselves in Singapore, this is a worthwhile time to ask yourself, what's the deal with this kopi? What is it and how does it compare to the coffee that I'm used to? Especially espresso-based coffee, the Angmore coffee. As a consumer of coffee, you might think that the difference lies in the machines because they seem to have a completely different brewing process and the machines look completely different. You might think that the differences have to do with the milk. Uh, one has the option of condensed and evaporated milk. The other one is using either natural cow's milk or some of the fancier like oat milk and almond milk and all those things. And that's true. All those are points of difference. But the difference really starts much, much earlier in the entire process. The difference begins at the roasting stage. A little bit of history lesson here. Local kopi, uh, at least for Singapore's history, as far as I understand it, um, it used to be roasted in woks. And as you know, a wok can get super hot. So that brings us to the first way in which kopi differs from coffee at the roasting stage. Kopi beans tend to be roasted much darker than coffee beans. Now, when we're talking about dark and light and medium and all those kinds of things, let's just bear in mind that this is no, there's no universal standard about this, right? Uh, we're not talking in absolute terms here. So one roaster describes his beans as medium roast. Another one also says medium roast. And when you hold them in your hand, you can see that they're really quite different in terms of the roast level uh, because it's a relative difference. But nonetheless, on average, I think what you will find is that kopi beans are roasted darker than coffee beans. And the historical reason for that, the traditional reason for that, is because they were traditionally roasted in woks. The the kopi roasters didn't have dedicated equipment to roast the beans. So they just used what they had on hand, and it was a wok. Now, the problem with roasting something very dark is that you have the danger of burning it. Uh, wok hay is not generally a flavor that we are looking for in our coffee, I think. Maybe you do. I'm so sorry if I've offended you in saying that. But... Uh, you run the risk of burning the beans. So the, the kopi roasters, they recognize that fact. And that brings us to the second key difference of how kopi beans are roasted different. Because they wanted to prevent the beans from burning, they added something, sugar syrup. That's right. They added sugar syrup in the hopes that when the sugar coats the coffee beans, it will be the sugar that caramelizes and the beans themselves don't burn. Now, I just want to pause for a moment here to address all of the home baristas who have a burr grinder and you are considering buying locally roasted kopi beans for your coffee at home. You just want to try it out and see what that's like for your espresso. Uh, 
because there's a chance that they still do use the sugar syrup in the process, that means that there'll be sugar residue in your grinder if you grind these beans. Uh, and I'm told that that's not very good for your grinder. It will mess your grinder up. At the very least, you are just creating a deposit of sugar residue to attract ants and roaches and all those other nasty things in our wonderful tropical climate. So my advice is if you have a dedicated coffee burr grinder, please do not use kopi style beans in that. Otherwise, your nice burr grinder spot already, then simtia. Uh, I don't really think it's worth it and I'm sure you would agree with me. So let's come back to one final key difference in the way that kopi beans are roasted versus coffee beans. And that is because they are roasted so dark, despite the presence of the sugar syrup preventing those beans from burning, they still do tend to be darker. And what happens when you heat something and it gets darker is that the flavor profile tends towards the more bitter end of the taste spectrum. That's an unavoidable fact of life. Now, I think, I cannot confirm this, I think this is why they did the third step. The third difference, I should say. And that is, uh, kopi beans tend to have other things added to it for flavor reasons. And those things uh, can range from butter to margarine uh, to sesame, apparently. And I've even heard of corn as a possible added ingredient. I have never heard of a coffee roaster adding anything during the process. To be sure, there are some very interesting things happening in the world of coffee today. Uh, yesterday, someone just told me that at Starbucks Reserve in Japan, they do have, they, they had, they had a limited run where they took the beans, uh, which were already roasted and they put them inside of whiskey casks so that the beans would absorb some additional flavors. But I don't think that anyone adds them during the roasting process. I could be mistaken. Nonetheless, we're really talking about key traditional historical differences between kopi and coffee. And like I said, it starts right at the roasting stage of the entire process. What does that really mean for you? I suppose there's the temptation to dismiss kopi, right? Now that you know what you know, uh, and when you look at the price, and price always influences the way that we judge things, and to look at kopi and think that compared to coffee, it is lesser, it is impure, it is adulterated. But that would be to miss the point. I think that what we should really be doing is to celebrate the differences between kopi and coffee and recognize that Singapore is one of those few places in the world where you can get a good cup of kopi. And yes, please, I know that every Singaporean can remember a time where your that kopi store last time used to be better and now the standards have dropped. Okay, nonetheless, right, we can still get good kopi right here in Singapore. And that's something that we shouldn't take for granted. Just ask any Singaporean who has been living overseas for any amount of time. They'll always tell you that they miss the food and show that one of the things that they miss is kopi. And that's actually the story behind a local book that was published in 2015 called One Kopi at a Time. I just found out about this book last week and I'm having a lot of trouble tracking down a copy and probably got to go to a national library to borrow a copy. But there was this guy who lived in Taiwan for nine years and he couldn't get kopi. He could only get access to Western-style coffee and he missed kopi. And that situation became the basis for his book, One Kopi at a Time, which was released, uh, what is it, five years ago now. But that's not a reality that you and I have to live in as long as you and I live right here in Singapore. We have access to kopi and we have access to Western-style coffee. Some people are saying that we are in the third wave of coffee when it comes to Western-style coffee. So really, we're living in a kind of a coffee renaissance right here in Singapore. And I hope that you will appreciate that fact the next time you pick up your next kopi or coffee.
And that's it for this episode of Macchiato Memory. Music credit goes to Lakey Inspired. You can find that artist at soundcloud.com slash Lakey Inspired. Spelling is in the description. Once again, this has been Macchiato Memory, an attempt to make sense of the coffee scene right here in Singapore. <laughs>